0: Hello, this is Bill Lytell uh, with some wisdom for your walk, with a recovering voice, hopefully getting better each time. I want to talk to you about a, uh, a principle that years and years ago somehow I heard of, uh, stumbled across, learned, and it's helped me so much to understand why sometimes people do what they do. Uh, you you know if you live very long you're gonna you're gonna notice people do crazy stuff stupid stuff sinful stuff and you wonder why in the world did they do that well there's a little statement that says you are today what you have been becoming I want you to remember that you are today what you have been becoming uh, the verse I go to on this to show in the Bible is John chapter 12. And verse 4, uh, it's about Judas Iscariot. Then said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Then he said, this he said not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bear what was put therein. This is talking about Mary. Anointing Jesus' feet with, a, with some spikenard, very expensive perfume. In fact, 300 pence was a typical laborer's entire year's wage. So we're talking about one year for an average working guy. One year of his wage. And so uh, of all the disciples that noticed it were all there, Judas Iscariot, uh, noticing, you know, they always referred to the one who should betray him. Judas Iscariot speaks up and says indignantly, man, this is one year's wages of, of a working guy. Why didn't we just give this to the poor rather than waste it on Jesus' feet? And it's interesting what the Bible says about that. Interesting that Jesus received it, by the way. Uh, and and the, that it says, not that he cared for the poor, but he was a thief and had the bag, that barrel was in it. Basically, wanted to steal or embezzle. This is probably one of the biblical examples of embezzlement. He was embezzling from the disciples' uh, financial uh, purse. And so, what does that have to do with what I'm saying? Well, Judas Iscariot did not all of a sudden see Mary uh, anoint Jesus' feet with a year's wages, for the average workman, and all of a sudden became indignant and said, hey, wow, what a waste. Uh, I'm frugal. Uh, I'm a saver. Uh, and, and I think this was massively a waste. This should have been given to the poor. Now remember, Jesus never rebukes the woman. In fact, compliments her for doing it. Uh, never rebukes her for using it. It's Judas Iscariot. Uh, Why did he do that? The Bible says he did it because he was really a thief. He loved money. A thief loves money to the place where they'll compromise themselves to get it. Uh, They'll do whatever they got to do. They consider it one of the most valuable things in this life. I hope you're not one of those. Uh, Everything that we have, we leave. I've buried over 200 people, and I can tell you none, none of them took anything with them. I mean, they didn't even take their shoes, their rings, their wallet, their precious stuff. The girls, they didn't take their china. They didn't take their mother's china, their grandmother's china. They didn't take their jewelry, their grandmother's jewelry, their great-grandmother's wedding ring that they thought so was so precious. They left every bit of it. They left every bit of it. The Bible says you come in naked, you go out naked. Uh, it does that, and it keeps telling us that all through the Bible. It keeps telling us, look, these things which we see are temporal, and the things which we don't see are eternal. Love is not something you see, but it's eternal. And the things that God has prepared for them that love him are right now invisible, but they're eternal. Jesus said, don't lay your treasures up here, because the moth corrupts it, the rust corrupts it, even the thief will break in and steal at the unexpected time. Now, you know that's true. Now, if you're a young person, maybe you're not convinced of that yet, but the older you get, the more convinced you are that you're going to leave this stuff. Why is that? Well, you see a lot of your friends die. You see your grandpa and grandma die. You see your mom and dad die. You see some of your brothers and sisters die. You see, uh, it's a sermon. Each one of those deaths are sermons telling you, hey, look, this is a temporary thing. This thing you call life, you're hanging on to it with with a death grip, but you're going to let go of it. And God's going to make sure you let go of it. Because the eternity, this is never, ever, was never put here to last. This is under the curse of sin and cannot last. And so, as born-again believers, and that's who primarily I'm talking to, uh, I want you to get this uh, statement I made that you are today what you have been becoming. Judas Iscariot didn't all of a sudden uh, get a super pious uh attitude about wastefulness Uh, he was a thief he valued money more than he valued his character his conscience uh, his soul as you know betraying jesus for what 30 pieces of silver isn't it interesting that judas is always involved around money 30 pieces of silver he uh is uh, valued the Lord Jesus Christ and if I may say his very soul. Bible says he went out and committed suicide after he realized Jesus was betrayed. I have a whole message on Judas. You ought to get it and listen to it. It takes a different angle than any probably you've ever heard. Why Why Judas betrayed Jesus. It wasn't because he was mean. I believe he wanted Jesus to show his power and take his kingship right now but the kingdom Jesus was preparing was an invisible kingdom at that moment at least coming a coming kingdom of spiritual people that were saved and born through the blood that he was getting ready to shed i hope you know christ uh, well so what are you what are you if you're lazy you've been you've been becoming lazy if you're a cheat you've been becoming a cheat if you're a liar You've been becoming a liar. Uh, if you are an uh, adulterer or immoral, unfaithful, you haven't just all of a sudden become immoral and unfaithful. You you've been becoming immoral and unfaithful, starting maybe in your mind, in your thought life, moving into actions, minor actions, little actions, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the way sin is. It starts small as a bacteria infection does, starts a little small infection, and eventually, if you don't do something about it, it may take the whole body over and destroy it. Folks, I hope that you understand. You set, you kind of you know take an inventory yourself. The Bible says, "Examine ourselves, see if we be in the faith." And so, I believe you ought to look at yourself and say, "Look, how am I? I mean, am I? If I compromised myself, what am I becoming? Now, if you begin, if you love Jesus uh you're you're becoming more and more in love with Jesus. If you read your Bible and are a student of the Bible, you are today what you have been becoming. You're you're getting to be a better and better, more thorough, more more uh careful student of the Word of God. So you are today what you have been becoming. When you know when you see somebody that knows the Bible, they didn't just zam Shazam get to know the Bible. They began to read the Bible little by little, maybe three chapters a day, read it through once a year. Uh, then they began to study books, began to read commentaries, began to do little by little. So you are today really what you have been becoming. If you're an honest person, you've been becoming an honest person. Uh, if you tell the truth all the time, you've been becoming that way. So to a point, you are today what you have been becoming, what you've decided uh, you will put up with or have in your life. I hope this helps you some to understand why people do what they do. Also, if you're raising children, if you see your kid has a propensity to lie, my, you got to jump on that. You have got to jump on that and stop that. My mom would tell us, "I'd rather have you dead than a liar." Why? I'm just well, you go little white lies. There's no white lies because white lies become horrible lies because you are today what you have been becoming. And they knew that. So when you lied as a five, six-year-old, they whipped the snot out of you and told you there's a lot of pain associated with lying. And then when I lied as a 10-year-old, the whole world stopped. Why? Because they wanted to make sure there was a lot of pain associated with lying so that I would not continue to lie and become a liar, because you are today what you have been becoming. And they began to suppress that lying, eventually killing it to where um, really that's not been a problem in my life about lying. Some people, it's horrible. It's horrible. They exaggerate. They lie. uh, They can't tell the truth. They'd walk two miles and lie rather than stand still and tell the truth. And it's terrible. They didn't happen all at once. It happened as small as a child and began to work out. That's why parents discipline their children when they see them do stuff like that. They don't want them to become ingrained, uh, hard, core liars or whatever it is that they're doing that's wrong. They want them to overcome that, beat that. If you've got a problem in that area, go to God. Start small. Begin to inculcate the good things of God. Philippians 4.8, things which are honest, things which are true, things which are lovely, things which are just. If there be any virtue, be any praise, think on these things. Do it. Put them in your mind. Begin to become uh, pure. The Bible says, keep thyself pure. It doesn't say, God, help me to be pure. The Bible says, keep thyself pure. God will help you if you make the decision to become pure. What you are are today, what you have been becoming. You desire to be pure, and little by little, God will help you to be pure of thought, pure of heart, pure of soul. May God help you this little wisdom for your walk, by Bill Lytle, Gospel Baptist Church.